what what sorts of advice do you give to your those the Brown Students Association? No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to edit that out. Yeah, that's where Lucinda um, got the idea to name. Uh, yeah, I think that's a great name. Uh, <laughs> I just got it now. I realize it's a take on the on the movie. Slow of me. Welcome to What's Law Got to Do With It? A lighthearted look at life in law school. I'm Professor Richard Haig. And I'm 3L Law student, Felicity Rudan. Felicity, what's up today? Richard. What's Same up? Same old steel. Same old steel? That's good. I, I'm i glad to hear it. Have you figured out what the name of that case is yet, by the way? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. I, I didn't, I'm not going to lie. I didn't look, but I, no, I will do my homework. We're hoping that some listener will send in the answer to that. Maybe John McCamus. We'll get yeah. him to, to listen. Uh, so my question to you today, Felicity, um, this is, <laughs> uh, listeners might remember that Felicity has said what she did before law school. So I always, I've been curious since knowing that you did physiotherapy. If if, if I have a slight injury or muscle, can I ask you for advice? <laughs> I would mean, you, you would, can, but I'm not licensed, so it's uh, on your own head. <laughs> Oh really? But you, but that doesn't answer whether you'd actually give me, you know, like an exercise or two to help out with the particular injury that I might have. I suppose it depends on the injury. We'll <laughs> see how much I remember. Oh, okay. It's been a while. Oh, so it, maybe I shouldn't risk it is what you're saying. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Although it is like the first thing, you know, when like you go to a cocktail party and someone finds out you're a lawyer and then they're like, oh, I have this thing people do that with physio oh too. i They're bet like, all the time <laughs> my wrist has yeah. this and i'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah you must get tired and tired of that even worse than lawyers probably or yeah i get it from both sides now <laughs> <laughs> yes i've got an injury and a legal problem can you help me all right anyway moving on we should move on so as always we have a <laughs> we have a guest that we're ecstatic about and uh, we'll have to ask the guest to first off introduce herself. Karen, tell us about yourself. So, hi everyone, my name is Karen Randhawa. I am in the JD MBA program currently in my second year out of the four years. had the pleasure of having Professor Haig as my professor last year for PubCon all throughout the year. PubCon being? <laughs> That's the Public Osgood short version. Public and constitutional law, yes. Okay. And used to be state and citizen in my day. Yeah, they've That's not PC it. anymore. No, it's PC now. It is. <laughs> uh, and Karen, so you're in the MBA component this right now, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, all right. Well, what did you do before law school? Richard, don't forget again. No, 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 no. This is part of the... Oh, this is part of the intro. Okay, yeah. question 1.5. What did you do before yeah. law school? Um, I graduated from Schulich again, like before, um, from the IBBA program where I specialized in accounting. So you're a glutton for punishment. Back to back to Schulich. Yeah. Is, is that a master's student? Ah, okay. Can't get enough. All right. So, uh, given given of all that schooling, what's uh, do you have a do you have a movie or TV show that's related to law that you would recommend or that you love? Yeah, I really like Burden of Truth. I discovered it during COVID. Um, 
find it interesting because it's about like a Canadian lawyer and like what she goes through. So, yeah. I don't even know that. Is it a, what is it? Is it a TV show or is it a movie? Yeah, it's a TV show. Ah, Burden of Truth. So there's one I'm going to have to watch. Have you watched that, Felicity? That, I haven't. You say that every time. But- <laughs> okay, let's go over it again. If this injunction is upheld, all vaccinations will be open for litigation. The work you do is too important. We cannot let that happen. Wow. So you'll just say all that to the judge? It will be far better. I I did get a preview into what Karen's movie or TV show was going to be, so I did Google it, but I had not heard of it before. So ah, how did how did you come by that preview? She 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 told you it in advance. Yeah, oh. I uh, it's like cheating, you know. It is cheating. My guests guests are talking to the co-host behind my back. It's, we're staging a coup. You, <laughs> you're the guest now, Richard. This I guess, is our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> So, well, you know what, that that leads us to the, you two know each other, but you, why don't you explain that? That's not really the theme of today's show, but it's a useful piece of information, I guess. Disclosure is very important. So I'm learning in securities law. Uh, Karen and I were set up together to be, so Osgood does all this mentorship pairing, and I'm sure other law schools do as well. Um, and I, there's a couple different streams, but I believe that ours was set up through the Osgood Women's Network. Um, so Karen was my mentor or mentee when she was a little baby one L last year. <laughs> so you were the mentor. Karen was the mentee. What, what great sage advice, Karen, did you get from Felicity? Uh, well, anytime I was panicking before a midterm or a final or just navigating through law school, um, Felicity was my go-to person. Like, Hey, well, what's mens rea? Like, what am I supposed to do here? What, <laughs> how do I read the criminal code? Um, just, uh, minor things like that. <laughs> oh, so substantive stuff, or no, more uh, therapeutic stuff. Is that right? Is that how I think it was it? a bit of both, um, okay. but yeah. And 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 Felicity, you were you're happy in that role? Yeah, I mean, I feel wildly unqualified. Anyone asks me to be a mentor, but uh, I think this is something we've touched on before. Is like everyone just has to get through it, and it's comforting to know that somebody else has gotten through it. Um, so, I mean, it's not supposed to be, I don't think it's supposed to be like a substantive law thing, but I mean, I, at one point learned criminal law so I could, you know, right. bestow it's, some wisdom in that way as well. It's, it's hard not to, I imagine at some point. So it, is that only a, a second year thing or are third years also mentors at Osgood? I don't know any of this, so. I think they actually prefer third years. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I think they, they just kind of ran out of third years last oh, year. Sorry. Uh, so sorry, Karen. Uh, but I'm doing it again with a couple other one else, including someone else from Ryerson, because they don't have any mentors. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Okay. So do any do you have any, do you have any of my students currently then, Felicity? Do you know? Uh, no, not, I don't think so. No. Oh, okay. Karen, so, are you a mentor to anybody this year? No, not from the uh, law school side, because I literally only did limited courses last year. And being online, like I just felt like to shift all my energy towards the MBA side this year. But informally, like my friends and I, we started like a law blog earlier during COVID called Legally Brown. And we've been getting so many questions related to like different um, like law school tips, advice on like what school they should like look into, connecting them with people at those schools. Um, personal statement questions, like all that sort of stuff. So I feel like our mentorship's been like scurried around all of Ontario at this point. 
but that is a it is definitely a form of mentorship it sounds yeah. like right yeah so you're helping other brown students if i can say that <laughs> <laughs> navigate law school yeah okay all right well and that's how did you oh, cool. so sorry how do you get in contact i guess you have a blog and then people just reach out or how does that yeah, so actually our biggest uh, component, like the a channel has been through LinkedIn um, with people who saw our page on LinkedIn or uh, we recently made an Instagram page. So we've been getting a lot of DMs there um, just based on like what they've read or like from people that they, they know who know us. Um, so just through word of mouth as well, it's just been insane how many people, like how quick like news travels. So these are, these are prospective students. They're not, yeah. okay, wow. That's that's great. Well, you know, you have to tell you have to tell them about this podcast because that's our audience too. People, Definitely, <laughs> we're supposed to try. We're going to need to start an Instagram account. Yeah, that's I, I think so social media is not my thing, but uh, I, I, yeah, I think that you know one of the things I'm trying to help with students in this podcast is to try to alleviate some myths and fears and anxieties. I don't know how successful that is, but. The more we say it, hopefully, the more it sinks in. So, uh, but you know what? The real reason why you're on this show, Karen. So I don't. Uh, so our, one of our previous guests, Chenille, said we. Uh, and this has happened a few times. It wasn't just Chenille, but how many students come into law school, and even in first year, second year, third year, three years, they still really don't know what they want to do, and they're concerned about that. And part of again, one of the things that I was trying to do is not tell them not to worry. A lot of people don't know what they're going to do in law until a few years out. But Chenille said, well, and Felicity said, what about the student who arrives at law school knowing what they want to do and never, ever wavers from that position? Do we know anyone out there who is in that camp? And you have been chosen, Karen, as a person who is of that view. So that's why you're here. You have to explain that. You, you're, you, were, you were set in your ways before and you still are. How uh, yeah, that's correct. So, uh, like, this goes back to like my earliest memory. I think it was like grade four when I'm like, oh, I want to be a lawyer. At the time, I didn't know what lawyers did. It was just like, oh yeah, that's definitely what I want to do. Don't want to do anything else. Um, channeled through it that way. And then when I got to undergrad, um, it came time to decide what to specialize in. And then people said, generally, if you want to go down like the law route, a lot of people do like marketing. Um, just with like the creative like aspect of it and like the copyrights, trademark mention and everything. But me being me, I like numbers. So I chose the accounting stream. And in those classes where all my friends have at this point written the CFE, they're all like in the CPA path. They're all kind of looked at me like, what are you doing here? Accounting's not a backup, it's a full-time career. I'm like, yeah, I understand that. But like the nuances of like case writing and accounting is really interesting about like what criteria applies, like what's the issue here? So I found like the skills from accounting to be very transferable in that sense we were, when we were writing exams last year. Um, but a course in particular that really pushed me into what kind of law I wanted to do was my tax course in my fourth year of undergrad, um, where we had like the Income Tax Act. I felt really cool walking around Shulik holding that. Um, it was really heavy, so I got a nice arm workout out of it as well. But in general, it was just um, like, again, just discussing like, whether or not someone be, it would be a resident in Canada to pay taxes here and like the criteria around that. Like I just found that this is like where I potentially like to see myself. And then one year in law school, I realized that I really liked courses like contracts towards like that kind of stuff that really like, and um, I actually enjoyed like uh, 
legal process too, which is also known as civil procedure at some law schools, um, which goes to shows like the transferability of like tax law because it c- you could do either transactional work or litigation. Um, so I'm not sure about that field yet, but like I just know that I want to do something in tax law. So there is a tiny little mystery left, but most of it is pre- pretty much set. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. So, sorry, did you say grade four? You wanted to be, was it grade four or age? Couldn't have been age four. No, uh, grade four. Grade four. I was like, I want to be a lawyer. And it was weird because I did well on a math test. And I'm like, yeah, I should totally be a lawyer. I don't know what the correlation was. I just assumed that lawyers were very like smart. And like everyone else in my class is just like, oh, I don't know. I want to be an astronaut or whatever. But I'm like, no, I need to be a lawyer. Like that's my goal. And yeah, so that's great. So you, and that it's tax, tax is one of those areas that, that you can marry the, the love of numbers with the love of law, I guess. It's probably yeah. the most commonplace in law where you get to do that, I guess. And I imagine you've taken some tax law classes now. Has there ever been a time where you've been sitting in like a particularly ridiculously bad part of the Income Tax Act in class and been like, oh God, I have so many regrets. I only took tax at the undergrad level, like in the business focus. I've yet to take it in law school, but just in that, like just discussing like the little nuances with like business tax credits and whatnot. I'm just like, wait, what do you like? What does that mean? Like, it's just like, so like the details are so minor and just like, I don't know, like I find that really challenging and I like, I like going into that stuff. So. So you um, will be taking tax courses when yeah, you, I will when be you taking get back tax to law, law courses when I come back to law for school, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, on the other hand, never took a single tax course. Felicity, where uh, have you? I have tax? not, and I, I don't have one planned. So <laughs> well, we know who to go to. If we yeah, have any yeah, exactly. The tables will be turned. You'll become the mentee, <laughs> and Karen can teach you all about tax law. <laughs> you need it. Uh, so okay, with that, I, I mean, it's great. I as as we talked about before it's also fine to be you know to not know what to do but i think it it, when you when you talk to somebody who really has a clear sense of where they want to go that's also good i mean you're not you're not going to suddenly dislike tax law it sounds like what if you get a bad prof next year (laughs) well there's always a contingency plan (laughs) (laughs) well as you say there's litigation versus policy work versus other tax planning work right so there's actually there are different streams even within the tax Mm -hmm. field i think there's also it's worth noting that uh even with a bad i've had some bad props in my day and it doesn't always ruin the subject like you can still really like it's pretty obvious when you're in a class then you like the the subject matter but you just don't like the prof yeah or like their style doesn't match up so if that happens, I'm sure it'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But well, but with Felicity's question and my question, one of us asked about the bad prop. The other asked about the bad tax provision. <laughs> but again, I guess the answer to that is well, there are some provisions that are good in tax, or that <laughs> I don't know. As I say, you, I, you're talking to somebody who knows nothing other than I do pay my taxes, so I guess <laughs> I, I do. But I don't. I've never opened up a tax code, whereas you're walking around with one in your undergrad proudly <laughs> yep <laughs> i mean i know i'm the exact we kind of touched on this but i'm the exact opposite and i just have no idea like where i'm i i like everything too much uh at this point i hate very little of law school so far um so i don't know i guess you don't have any like set mentees this year but i wonder how you would 
if you would have any advice or anything to say to somebody who isn't necessarily certain. In terms of that, I'd say keep your options open. Um, like with like with COVID, so first I was just doing like J, the JD program. I wasn't doing the JD MBA, but with COVID, I realized that maybe staying, prolonging my time in school would make more sense in, in terms of like, I enjoyed like business school before going back for my master's, um, taking courses that I didn't have the opportun opportunity to take then. So mostly like finance and strategy based courses, just so I could like explore different areas. Like, you know, I like talk so much, um, maybe there's like a finance course. Like right now I'm taking a private equity and venture capital course, which I find really intriguing. I feel that literally scared me the word entrepreneurship. I used to hear that I used to run the opposite direction and like no questions <laughs> asked. Like you guys are just like scary. Yeah. But now I'm like, oh, okay. Like talking about deals, like what kind of lawyers do they need? Like there's so much to explore in like law school in general. And like Osgood does like a really good job with this where they have like different joint programs, whether you want to do like, um, like the civil law program and like with uh, Montreal. So there's just so much to explore. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't like uh, tell my mentee that, oh no, you haven't had your life figured out yet. Like not everyone's <laughs> like me, not everyone's like, okay, in grade four, that's it. Like we're charging at like this law school target. Like that's, that's like your main focus. Like a lot of people figure it out through even like their internships and like other clinics that Osgood has as well to see if they like transactional work or maybe they don't even want to do business. Maybe they want to do um, social work. Like it's totally cool. Like uh, the thing is to be true to yourself, like don't look at what other people are doing, what majority is doing, like try to uh, see like where, what you, what you want from your life and what makes you happy at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's good that, uh, as you say, you, there's nothing wrong with not knowing what you want to do. So, and if you have to, if you end up being a mentor for somebody like that, then you're right. You won't, you won't tell them to, to zero in on tax law for sure. yeah no <laughs> what do you figure gonna, it out already yeah. <laughs> like what hurry you, up what's taking you so long <laughs> yeah, no, what do no, you do I, about the fact that all there's not a single area of law in law school that you could completely focus on in terms of your course the, the course selection in upper years you're gonna have to take courses outside of tax law in other words mm -hmm. but what do you what do you do for your spare time and so to speak Gonna take any public constitutional law courses? Now? <laughs> uh, well, now that I already have my grade, okay. <laughs> um, no, I, I was focusing more on like courses that I think would be like like Felicity mentioned earlier. When someone finds out that like you're a law student or a lawyer, they'll ask you like questions that relate to their day to day. So whether that be like family, like I always joke around with my friends. I'm like, oh, maybe like some of you guys are gonna get divorces. Maybe I should like learn more about that. And then other things like, uh, but seriously, I think family law is definitely something I'm considering taking. Besides that, like real estate seems interesting. I really like property. Um, and yeah, I think those were the, for like the other two, like outside of business that I'm really considering, uh, perhaps immigration as well, because we do live in Canada and uh, yeah, like we do have like immigration issues and whatnot. So yeah. I, I think that the thing about tax is it's, it affects pretty much everything except I'm trying to think, I don't know if it affects criminal law, but basically every other area of law could have well, a tax. criminal for sure yeah, yeah yeah well fraud but but yeah. yeah tax fraud for instance but mm -hmm. it's uh yeah it's there it's everywhere it's in family law it's in property law it's in business law yeah. obviously it's constitutional law tax 
questions sometimes come up. So yeah, it's what do they say? Death and taxes. Those are the only two things that are <laughs> the certain only two in certainties. Life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you've yeah, chosen well. I think that's well. A, yeah, you've yeah. chosen well, and I like your strategy to kind of with your spit because you can't really. You're right, Richard. You can't fill up your whole degree with one thing. So yeah. I think that's a good idea to kind of take all the like foundational things, like at least get an intro to all the stuff that like family law and all that. Yeah. I'm, I'm so Felicity and I are a little like on the other side, but cause I, I also, I just loved everything in law, although I didn't take any tax courses. So I must've said to myself, <laughs> I must've, I must've thought to myself, I don't think I would like that. So I, I, but I took all kinds of things that I never thought I'd like that I ended up liking because partly cause I just do like law, I think in general. So, and you know, what's funny is since I did engineering before law school, a lot of people in when I went to law school said you should take tax because you'd like tax you'd be it would be good at tax because it's again I, I, I but no I just didn't do that I was never convinced I mean I took health law this year because I thought well I would be good at this so I would like this and I don't I don't like it very much <laughs> the, oh, uh, right. the, the area physio, of law is interesting the but, physiotherapy uh, thing didn't connect with you with your health law I, I find like health policy really interesting. It's hard to teach that in a class. And I, I think it's just a, one of those things where I might like the area of law, but I don't quite match up with the structure of the course. So, what about, I mean, you never really know what you're gonna like is the moral of that story. Yeah. Well, and you like litigation. So of course, medical malpractice is a big area of litigation practice. I get a lot of the like, are you gonna be a personal injury lawyer? <laughs> because of my physio background. Oh, right. <laughs> As it's if a no have, for me, but yeah. you know, not that there's anything wrong with it. <laughs> no, no, there's nothing wrong with any 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 path people take. So. And that's what I think the ultimate advice to anybody coming into law school is: don't, yeah. You know, I if you're set in your ways, that's fine. But if you don't know, don't worry about that either. It's Karen, a comforting you, thought. Yeah. <laughs> Karen, would you have any yeah any other advice to give? A, what 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 sorts of advice do you give to your those the the that? Brown Students Association. No, I can't. <laughs> I'm going to have to edit that out. No, what is it called? Legally Brown. Legally yeah, Blonde. Legally Brown. Yeah, that's where Lucinda um, got the idea to name. She's like, oh, we have to do something. We're going to call it Legally Brown. I'm like, okay, let's, uh, yeah, I think that's a great name. Uh, <laughs> I just got it now. I realize it's a take on the on the movie. I was. It definitely is. That was terrible. Slow of me. You're clearly not a true fan. No. Elle Woods would be so disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the types of questions we get there, generally, like people just freaking out at the requirements, thinking that they'll, they won't be able to get into law school. Like it's just so competitive with like all the different requirements and all the schools. Like they don't know what to like look at. Like for example, like with Ryerson with like the new program, a lot of people are like kind of hesitant at points, like to decide whether or not they should apply to it. Uh, but I do have like some really like I have a couple friends at that program. So I've, I've like been speaking to them about like just their structure of like how their courses are. So they don't have to article for a year. Um, they take a lot of tutorials instead um, to uh, uh, to get rid of that requirement. So I was mentioning that to a couple people who were like, oh, no, but like how do we compare to the different schools? So, like we um, we started like a law school profile series as well, where we feature like a student from like each school, like talking about like their experience, like what they're doing. Um, so just in terms of that, like other questions, I think like advice that I really tell them is like, 
a lot of people feel like they don't belong in law school, especially in like the first semester. <laughs> like you're just trying to figure out like what works best for you. Um, like imposter syndrome's huge, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, just again, like you just have to remember that there's a reason why the admissions committee did choose like for you to be at that specific school. Like, it's not like they messed up. I'm pretty sure that that thought has crossed a lot of people's minds, yeah. uh, mine included. Uh, last there was year, a mistake. To- a mistake was made. But you, you yeah. When I went to Professor Higgs' uh, office hours after like the first midterm, I'm like sitting there, I'm like all calm, and I'm like, wait, do I even belong at Osgo? Like everyone else is freaking out, but I'm just sitting here calmly telling him that, oh yeah, like okay, like I'll I'll do this, I'll do that next time, I'll fix up. But yeah. Um, just things like that like everyone handles pressure differently some people show it some people don't so it's also like um some advice uh help people to focus on and then another thing being um make sure like you don't forego like all of your other hobbies like besides like being a law student because there's a lot more that goes on in life and uh law school isn't like the be all end all like you're gonna if you like the way you structure your life during law school i feel like um is beneficial for like when you start practicing as well um so yeah like working out baking whatever it may be just uh make sure to find time to do that Uh, all good stuff all things that we've also talked about on this podcast so yeah it's it's good that we kind of we're we're in sync there felicity i wonder if we should so if if adam and i very early on in what like episodes one to five talked about imposter syndrome miss i wonder if we need to come back to that because it's it is so prevalent every single year. And I think at every stage, like first when you're applying and then once you get in in 1L too, and then when you first start working, like in a summer, I think like no matter how often you tell people that they're supposed to be there, like it, you kind of feel that way anyway. So it is nice to like have people talk about it honestly. Yeah. And yeah. like make it clear that you're not the only person who feels that way. It'd be interesting to know when it fades away. How many years <laughs> in the practice of law? But even judges, I think when you're elevated to the bench, I wonder if judges at the first week or two think of, oh, I shouldn't be here. I don't belong here. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we are running out of time. So uh, any last words, Felicity or Karen? Felicity, we aren't we supposed to try to think of how we're going to change the world? And did our guest help us do that? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Well, I think that our Instagram account is going to have to be the, the next right. step. But that's... and our first the first account will follow is Legally Brown. <laughs> <laughs> OK, that's good. You're in charge of that. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Just ask for it. Uh, well, Karen, thank you so much. 